more Bulls Beat Now. Once again, here's Derek Sharp. Tomorrow night at 6 o'clock, we'll be on the air with softball as the Bulls host Michigan. Again, two more games on Friday afternoon, two more on Sunday evening, and then the Gator game, which we will not have for you on Sunday. But plenty of softball, a handful of games, quite literally, coming up this weekend. We'll get to softball in just a little bit. We will hear from a couple of speedsters on the roster, Hallie and Bailey, Bryant and Lystol. But let's go with baseball first and a man who became pretty popular and famous for securing the last out of a certain big game a couple seasons back. Sure, why don't we kick in that highlight? One ball, two strikes. Eight to seven bulls. Fly ball, shallow right field. Can two going in. He makes the catch. The USF Bulls are the champions of the American Athletic Conference at the expense of UCF. The Bulls are going to the NCAA tournament. Never gets old, and by the way, anytime I see the video, I still get a little nervous that Cantu wasn't going to make the play, but he did. And by the way, it wasn't just the end. He started things pretty well in that game. I know we're going back two years, but the highlights are still fun to check out. So the count full now on Cantu. He's driven in 32 this year. Jones with a look to second, now comes to the plate. This ball's hit the opposite way, and it's hit well to left. It's over Ruiz's head, and it's over the wall. It's out of here. Daniel Cantu, an opposite field, two-run homer, and the Bulls have taken the lead in the championship game. Man, does he have some raw power. That was all power. He supplied it. The wind didn't help out. Off the bat, you knew it was going to be a run, but it kept on going. That ball never got very high. That was a highlight couple of moments from Daniel Cantu's second season. His first year was, of course, the short in 2020 where he showed some promise, hit 182 with a couple of doubles and an RBI, but really got it cranking that next season. Eight homers, 36 RBI, was tied for second on the team with runs scored 41 and pretty much settled in to right field. Last year started 50 games was second on the team I thought this was impressive in walks with 31 while adding six more homers and 30 RBI and just kind of being the cool guy too he's really a great guy and you know you look at numbers and sometimes it doesn't tell you the whole story now he is in his fourth year with the Bulls the kid from Jacksonville Daniel Cantu great to see Daniel Cantu back uh, DC, there were a lot of guys that uh, you you ran with over the last couple of years that have departed. So tell tell me, are you going to be one of the leaders on the team? Do you mind that role? Not that you haven't been a leader in the past, but I think now it's it's clear that you're one of the guys. Yeah, I love the role. I definitely embrace it, and I'm happy that uh, I get to be one of those leaders, just like the guys uh, that were there before me. Absolutely. Uh, this team from what I'm gathering is going to have some maybe names that people don't recognize that, that that could help out we know that there's a lot of key players returning but there's going to be some roles that need to get filled what do you think about some of the new guys yeah there's definitely um, some new names and they're definitely going to step up in a big way and you'll get to the, uh, know their names pretty soon but yeah you'll get to see uh, see them on the field um, we got Travis Travis is a strong player from uh, Marshall who transferred in. He's he's going to be a big piece, uh, possible leadoff hitter, um, third baseman. He's uh, going to have a great year for sure. Um, he was fired up about being here, by the way. I talked to him. 
<laughs> He's very glad to be with you. Yeah, we, we love him. He's a great guy. I'm trying to think. Is that Who the else? one? Oh, is we, got, we got some other guys in the bullpen or huh. possible starters. I don't know. I'm not really sure how the pitching dynamic works. But <laughs> we got Jackson Cawthorn from – he was at Memphis his freshman year and then went Juco, but now he's here with us, and we're glad to have him. Um, Skeen, Riley Skeen, he's going to be good for us too. Uh, Mason, he should be good as well. Um, I don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to build up to too many people, but that's good. That yeah, but we we got we got some good guys who uh, are going to fill in some big, pretty big roles. And we don't want to make it sound like there's nobody coming back, because again, but you you get like you say, there's some parts that have to be filled out. What mm-hmm. do you guys concentrate on as far as your focus when you play fall ball? Because for me, it seemed like you guys were out there for six weeks. I mean, it seems like it's an opportunity to get a lot done. Yeah, we were out there grinding for sure. We pushed ourselves to a new limit this fall, and uh, we want to keep breaking that barrier every time we step on the field. So, yeah. What do you mean by a new limit? I mean, that sounds like you guys are serious. I like it. Yeah, we're serious. We're not here to mess around. We got uh, we had a lot of work to, to do over the fall, and uh, I think we did a great job just pushing our limits. Mole always pushes us to the best of our abilities, and uh, – he wants us to keep b- breaking those barriers and keep getting better, not getting comfortable. Just keep getting better every time we step on the field. Okay, well, this is an audio medium, but you just mentioned getting comfortable, and I got to you know, visually tell people that you're wearing the Sunday gold. Now, to me, that's the most comfortable-looking jersey. What, is. I- what What's, like, the general consensus of the team, your favorite your uh, favorite we, threads? We love Sunday because it's it's light. It's uh, <laughs> It looks good. It feels good, you know, whenever it – it looks and feels good. You're always uh, pretty confident, you know. So, and Sunday, Sunday's just—it's always a warm, sunny day at the ballpark. You know, it's it, you can't get you can't beat it. You sound like a broadcaster. Get out of here. No, thank you very much, Daniel. Appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. Appreciate it. By the way, a couple of those pitchers he mentioned are people we didn't talk to, but transfers, Mason Manriquez, who will be looking to get it going. He made two appearances two years ago as a freshman at Duke and then redshirted last year at Pensacola State. Riley Skeen is from Pompano Beach, had phenomenal numbers last year at Florida Southwestern. In fact, great numbers in two years. Struck out 53 in 36 and two-thirds innings as a freshman. Then last year, 35 Ks in 23 innings with just nine walks. We did talk to, as you might have heard, Jackson Cawthorn. And the one hitter, he said, the transfer from Marshall, we will have that conversation coming up in the next week. That's with Travis Sankovich. Now on to a tradition that began last year when Hunter Mink transferred from the University of Florida to the Bulls. And the tradition is speaking to the Mink twins at the same time. Yes, it's a little cliche, but come on. First of all, they're glad to do it. Secondly, it's kind of a no-brainer if you only get it chance per year to do it you're going to do it after starting off two seasons at florida hunter of course who got to see the bulls celebrate beating the gators on their own field decided you know let's join the good guys at usf and of course the home guys as they are from palm harbor actually were born in cincinnati moved to florida when they were 12 but went to palm harbor university and what do you know hunter became the closer with nine saves 43 strikeouts in 41 innings did not give up a run in his first nine appearances. They are twins. Tanner entering his fourth year with the Bulls, and last year was pretty fantastic. 26 strikeouts himself. Went 1-1 one and one with a 4-7 ERA and was second on the team in appearances. And, yes, there were several games where they went back-to-back. Here they are, 
well, side by side. Enjoy talking to you guys together as teammates last year, Hunter and Tanner Mink. Hunter, the newer bull. Tanner been around. How did, how did everybody get along last year? Hunter, go ahead. I think it went pretty good. Um, it was exciting to, like, jump into a new program and kind of wiggle my way into the crowd. But, uh, <laughs> no, I think everyone – chemistry was pretty good. We had a little mishap in the beginning of the year. But, yeah. overall, it was really good. Tanner, what, how did you think he uh, ingratiated himself with the team? I would agree. It, 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 w <laughs> it went smoothly. Um I guess having me here already helped, but um, it definitely helped. Yeah, but uh, it well, was nice. Yeah, <laughs> it went smoothly. Hunter, you can expound upon it if you think he helped you out. <laughs> well, no, it was just easy because I kind of already knew a lot of the guys just by talking to him a lot, and when I when I got here, it was just easy because I knew everything about everyone. So now, one thing that else also helped the, the team as far as deciding things, and I know it changed around as the year went on with Kirk and whatnot, but uh, being able to close out games, uh, did you did you enjoy jumping right into that part of things? Yeah, it was definitely a new role for me, but um, no, I loved it. Uh, it's just different, kind of how to bring a little edge to you when you go out in the mound, and I liked it a lot. So you, listen announcers and broadcasters you know they don't know what really goes on but uh, watching the game it seems like you know there's a lot of pressure there's a lot of intensity is that true is can you feel the difference when you're closing i mean you can definitely feel the difference but i think that's what's good about our bullpen out there far away from the crowd and the atmosphere that you can kind of like cool down before you go in the game and then just run on the mound with a clear head so okay tanner and then take us through uh, he just mentioned being out there in the bullpen um how do you guys bide your time when uh, nothing much is happening? <laughs> what do you do to keep entertained out there? I know you don't stay out there the whole time. You go out there midway through the game. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, countless different things we do out there um, <laughs> just to keep ourselves busier and our minds kind of still alive out there because sometimes games get long, obviously. But uh, there's little games, you know, study the players maybe early in the series. But Okay. So you're actually trying to do work out there too. Yeah, no, there's definitely it's not not all nonsense. <laughs> um, what? Uh, who? Who's like the jokester of the bullpen besides you guys? Because I imagine you're right right up there. Jokester. Oh, I got this. All right, jokester. Before last year, it was always nice having Joey S out there because he would control us, but also have fun with us. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Sanchez just seems like that kind of guy. Yeah, what Joey's a, a great dude. He was good with the younger guys too because he kind of gave them the happy medium of like have fun out here, but like also lock in. Mm. And it kind of relieves stress from them as well. Awesome. Uh, you guys also, I always, one thing I like, I, I don't know why, but I like reactions, you know, like doing basketball, if there's a dunk, I'll look at the, the bench. And on home runs, uh, we, we just see, you know, on a one that's going to maybe loft over the bullpen, you guys going crazy. Uh, do you guys actually sort of keep, keep tuned to a, a certain hitter on your team, that kind of thing, like anticipating moments like that? Yeah, there's definitely hitters you kind of lock into, like a, a Drew Brutcher or <laughs> a Daniel Canty when he's hot. You know, some guys are always bound to hit some balls out there in the bullpen, so. What was the one last year that uh, cleared the bullpen? There were a couple. Mayo, right? Mayo definitely cleared the bullpen. Brutcher's done it a few times. Canty's definitely done it. Um, Riley Hogan did it a few years ago a lot. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's always it's always fun seeing him fly over your head. Anybody uh, new on the team there, Hunter, that uh, you might be looking out for? It doesn't have to be to the bullpen. It could be, uh, you know, out to, to left field, too, because I know you guys are in right. Yeah. Um, I'd say a lot of new guys, like, Pitching-wise, got like Jackson Cawthorn and Skeen are going to impact, but hitting Sankovic, I can see Sankovic putting a couple out this year. Yeah, maybe some freshmen like Eric Snow. Eric, Eric Snow's Snow. got some power. Yeah. I, I think his um, high school numbers had to be made up because he they're, had, they were They were video game numbers, so it's, it's going to be fun to watch him live this year. They and got short fields up there. <laughs> <laughs> you have gotten to see him in, in person. No, yeah, we definitely got to see him in person. He's got, he's, got the, he's got the power, and he puts it all together and 
get some real live adrenaline. It's going to be fun to watch. All right. And then last thing, guys, uh, you know, what what was it like, you know, two Palm Harbor kids uh, being able to pitch together at home to get a lot of family? I'm sure they appreciated you guys being around. Yeah, no, it definitely made mom and dad happy for sure. But um, that was cool being home because local friends, it's easy for them to come see us, family as well. And old coaches, old coaches will come out and it's like, oh, I haven't seen you in a few years. It's good to see you. Yeah, so it's, it was cool. And then last thing, I don't know if you're going to keep it this uh, way this year, but uh, we got one of you has the mink mustache. <laughs> Is that on purpose? Is that to make it easy to tell you apart, Hunter? I mean, it, it comes and goes. I just decided it's my uh, senior year here, <laughs> and uh, I've been clean shaven for the past three, so thought I'd bring something different for picture day. <laughs> I probably don't. I normally don't comment on people's appearances, but I would say keep it up. It's all right. It's not a terrible look. I appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Yes, Hunter, please keep the mustache because they are very much identical. More baseball interviews to come. Now a couple of quick chats with a couple of, well, they're very quick players. For the softball side, you're going to hear Bailey Lystel first. It's really a full update on her sister, Brooke Lystel. You'll understand why former Bull and former, of course, teammate of Bailey as the sisters are from Valrico and specifically Newsome High School. Hallie Bryant did not play her first year as a freshman, appeared in 28 games, did make 13 starts, and cranked out some hits, 10, but she's also known for her speed, had 97 steals in her high school career. As a pinch runner last year, collected three steals. Meanwhile, Bailey Lystel, just an outstanding left fielder, although, of course, it's been kind of tough to crack the lineup at first. It was due to her sister, but this is her fourth year with the team. You'll imagine she'll maybe get some more starts. She's had 10 so far in her career. First, Hallie, then Bailey. All right, so every game last year that I called on Unlimited, there was just this line of pinch runners that it seemed like Ken Erickson would unload. So tell people. Hallie, uh, what was your, uh, as far as introduction to the team, you know, you're used to being a full-time player. You start off as a pinch runner. Was Were you okay with that? And, and, and what did Ken sort of give you as far as expectations went last year? Um, I think getting on the field at all, you know, is a great thing. Right. Um, I definitely just, you know, want to help the team any way I can. Now, Trenton seems to be a place that the uh, Bulls have gone. It was uh, Kendall before, right? Did did you play alongside her at all? Or? I did. Me and Kendall played middle infield together. Um, I played second. She played shortstop, and then when she left, I took her spot until nice. I got here. How, how? What was the name of the? What was the nickname of Trenton? What what are their teams called? Oh, um, we're the Tigers. I had to think about yeah. it. Yeah, it's been a while, right? <laughs> right. Uh, the Trenton Tigers. So uh, how 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 was how was the team? Was it pretty good? Yeah, we were very good actually. Um, I don't think. Kendall was there when we won state, but we oh. went, yeah, we won one year and uh, got runner up the next. And then the year that COVID happened and we got canceled, we were like ranked fifth in the nation at one point. So we were pretty good. Stupid question number one of the day. Were you pretty good? Yeah, we won state champs. <laughs> we were number five in the nation. So you come here and, of course, a team that's uh, used to getting nationally ranked. What's it like playing for the Bulls? I mean, that's a simple question, but uh, I don't ask it often enough. Yeah, um, I think sometimes we're uh, like under the radar. Uh, but, you know, just playing for the Bulls, it's awesome to have this name on your jersey and uh, know that you're respected everywhere you go. Now, when you're trying to work your way into the lineup, get some more starts, uh, you have to work on certain things. What have you been doing? Uh, mainly hitting away more. I think uh, slapping is probably my strong point. So, you know, hitting longer balls is something that I've definitely had to work on. And then last thing, uh, this schedule, it's always tough, but you know, what jumps out at uh, to you about it. I mean, I'm guessing Texas, but it's a long list of good teams. Yeah, I mean, no team really is something that I'm not looking forward to. Um, everyone we play is good competition, no matter where you go. Excellent. All right. Thanks a lot. Appreciate Thank you. it.
Bailey, it's great to see you. It's different without your sister being here, and I know she didn't play last year, but give people an update on what she's up to. So she is now coaching softball at Armwood High School and a PE teacher. <laughs> so she didn't get away from the game. Right out of college, I mean. Fresh did, out of college. Did, did, you, did you get to talk to her about what the difference in playing and coaching? What's the, I'm sure Bulls fans want to hear what it's like. It's a big difference. Um, she's obviously very passionate about the game, but I think she likes – um, her role now about giving back to what she's learned to those kids nice. and um, especially taking a program like Armwood softball and trying to build it. Are, is she trying to recruit you to be a coach in the future or are you thinking maybe a different path or do you know yet? She is. She's already been talking. I actually want to become a teacher too. So she's already been talking about me joining her. Um, maybe even if I don't go there, I could still help her. I would be willing to help her. And I think that'd be cool. Um, very, very, very Back cool. on the field together again, just a little bit different role. I mean, it's got to happen. It's just got to happen. <laughs> I don't want to predict the future for you. But uh, <laughs> last thing, could you predict the uh, future for the Bulls this year? I mean, without Georgina Cork, we know it's going to be a little different, but so much talent. What do you think about the team? No, I. this team is um, fun, energetic. Um, it's a very tight-knit team. Um, that's one thing about USF we always have. And I'm really excited to see what we can do and um, – how far we're going to go. Awesome. Same here. Thank you. Thank you. we got two more interviews to go. That times out pretty well because tomorrow is the start of the season. We've got Josie Foreman and another catcher, Emma Humplick, who became famous for her batting practice video a couple years ago, but didn't crank one out her freshman season. It can get trickier going from high school to college, but something tells me after talking to Emma that she'll be a little bit more involved this year. Of course, it's tough to get into the starting lineup when your starting catcher is Josie Foreman. I mean, I assume she's going to be the starting catcher. We haven't gotten the lineup yet, but pretty sure Tyler Harris will be in the starting lineup for the Bulls tonight, looking to make history against his former team. It should be an electric crowd. You're going to hear the first meeting between these two teams, which, again, was one where the Bulls charged ahead by more than 10 points in the second half. Didn't go well at the end, but shows you they're right there with Memphis, and they'll be right there with them again tonight pregame at 6.30 this afternoon. A couple chances to hear the Brian Gregory show, and in honor of Rodinko Drobras, we'll sprinkle in a couple of airings of the archive room with Jim Lauk on that first NCAA tournament team, how they won the Sun Belt. Basically, it is a thrilling set of memories to listen back to, and Dobros will be honored rightfully tonight. We'll have highlights and a recap for you tomorrow right here on Bulls Beat. We'll also hear from Eric Jenkins and track and field. So stay tuned for that. Go Bulls. I'm Derek Sharp.